Hello and welcome to Let the Bird Fly, a podcast about living freely in a world given back to us. This is Wade here in the podcast studio, joined by my dear friend and colleague, the Reverend Professor Jason Oakland, and we have a uh, an esteemed guest today. Yeah, um, is esteemed the proper word? Very esteemed. Think, yeah, very, very well. Esteemed for sure. I don't know that she was given much choice about joining us, yeah. Um, but she was <laughs> up in the Milwaukee Wauwatosa area, yeah, for a trip that it sounds like uh, Jason sent her on, yeah, to a meat market, yeah. What any special special types of meat that this Aaron involved? Bacon, and there's gonna be at least one weird one knowing you. Yeah, which what would be the weird one? Do you think? Um, the brown schweiger. Yeah, okay, you were supposed to answer, so I could introduce her. Yeah, German German liver with bacon is the it's that's the the technical name, and then honey ham sticks. Okay, well that sounds excellent. We have with us then Elizabeth Oakland. Um, Elizabeth uh, is deserving of a lot of credit. Um, are you nineteen now, Elizabeth? Mm-hmm. For she's made it into her nineteenth year of life with Jason as her father. Yes. Being sent on Braunschweiger missions, um, <laughs> and I assume an assortment of things. This is not the place, but that uh, probably hat stores. Have you been to hat stores with them? Yes, I have. So uh, <laughs> things like that, and yep. she has turned out to be just a, a lovely young lady who uh, is willing to go by hamsticks. Hamsticks, yeah. Hamsticks and, and Braunschweiger. So we, we thank you for joining us. I promise to try not to put you on the spot too much, so you only have to talk if you Want to Elizabeth, but Elizabeth is joining us because uh, a she was sent on a trip by Jason. Yep. I thought you were going to say prosciutto or something that you have gotten. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't think they have prosciutto. Okay, but maybe maybe have to put one in the suggestion box for them. All right, I'm not going to get us bogged <laughs> down in Jason and meats, but because um, it could that could take us a while. Yes, but Elizabeth just had her first trip to Europe uh, last. May? Yeah, about just over a year ago. And it was to Germany uh, with Imagine Tours and yeah. with Jason. Actually, we left on Memorial Day. So it was, so we were, we're not, there. we're, we would have been a year ago, we would have been in Germany at this time as we're recording. And so Jason was able to go with Carrie and with yep. Elizabeth and they experienced Germany. And Elizabeth apparently enjoyed it because she is uh, planning on going this time as well as uh, one of my sons. So we'll have part of the youth contingent uh, from our own families. I assume she's going to be spending a lot of time with Jason. Probably. Looking at meats and breads. <laughs> yep. And hats. Hats, <laughs> lederhosen, um, and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, but we're happy she is able to join us. Uh, Let the Bird Fly is part of the 1517 Podcasting Network. I encourage you to go to 1517.org to check out all the good stuff there. And this is a session in our series on travel, uh, Let the Bird Fly, to other countries for culture, cuisine, religion, history, bread, bread, meats, beverages, all of that good stuff. And doggone it, just downright fun. Yeah. And so we have covered our trip to Rome. We have covered Germany in general. And these sessions now are focusing on individual places that we will be going, and today we'll be looking at Nuremberg, Coburg, and Erfurt. And so, Elizabeth, I'll, I'll ask you, and you don't, if you don't want to answer, just shake your head, and then your dad will answer for you. Um, 
But uh, did you, on your last trip, go to any of these three cities, Nuremberg, Coburg, or Erfurt? Yeah, I think so. We went yeah. Did all we three? All three? all three of them, yeah. yes. Do you have one that was your favorite that you can recall? And don't feel bad if you can't. Coburg would have been the castle. Erfurt would have been where Luther's monastery was. Mm-hmm. Nuremberg would have been where there's the big Christmas market and all that stuff. Yeah, unfortunately, it rained when we were in Nuremberg, so we got oh, kind of more difficult. Yeah, we and it would have been such a. They had a big market with. Uh, it would have been such an awesome day if it had not rained. I'm guessing when you went to the Coburg, that uh, your father, who I'm referring to as Jason, I hope that's not confusing, because <laughs> that's how I refer to him. Yeah. Um, sometimes, amongst other things, uh, I'm guess did you did you get the family each a Thuringian sausage? Uh yeah, yeah, we did. Actually, the the night that we stayed, we stayed overnight in Coburg, uh, and we went to a beer garden to eat, and they had. Did you get it with the little bun? No, it was on the plate this time. So okay. it was, but but yeah. Well, this time, I will get for you, Elizabeth, a little bun. Yeah. Big Thuringian sausage. <laughs> And uh, yeah. that will be my contribution to the culinary experience. It, it's like a, a foot-long brat on a King's Hawaiian roll. And then I'll buy you beer because you're of age there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I like buying my friend's kids beer. In, uh, it's kind of my, my spiritual gift. In Erfurt, you had your first margarita experience, if I recall. Mm-hmm. No better place to have a margarita than yep. Magular in the hard way. Yep. Uh, margaritas in Rome are not quite the same as... That's what you get here. How about how about margaritas in Erfurt? They're they're different. <laughs> they're, they're different yeah. and not not the most pleasant uh, experience, probably. So be forewarned to our listeners: uh, stick to the beer and the wine. Yeah, or maybe some schnapps. Yeah, they're they're don't get don't get Jaeger. It's garbage. Yeah, I never no, understood people like Jaeger. and I don't think people over there really drink that. Yeah, honestly, it's, all uh, that much. It's like a mix of like lotion and mouthwash. Yeah, it's not good. I don't know. Weird texture, everything. All right. Jason, we have today Nuremberg, Coburg, Erfurt. We talked about in previous sessions how we came up with the trip, kind of did a snake draft, put down what we'd like to do, and then went back and eliminated some stuff. Um, Nuremberg is one that people might look at, and they say, I've heard of that before. Mm-hmm. And they might have heard about it for a lot of different reasons. Um, Nuremberg has a lot of Reformation history. Yep. Um, the uh, It was one of the most important Lutheran cities. Um, it adopted the Reformation fairly early, um, had a number of very important preachers or theologians. Um, Nuremberg has a rich medieval history. Uh, and, and then if you are familiar with Nazism and World War II, um, it was kind of a hub for uh, Nazi rallies and other stuff. Right. And so uh, we've mentioned on previous episodes that the Germans do a very good job of presenting their history, good, bad, and ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there, there's a variety of types of German history that you can experience there. Also, we won't be there when it's happening, but Nuremberg is renowned for its Christmas market. Mm-hmm. And uh, have you been there for the Christmas market? No. Oh, I have been in it. No. It was good. We were there just after. We were there in, when we went on our first trip, we were there in January, but the market really wasn't wasn't going anymore so well, that's unfortunate yeah i'll yeah. have to sometimes show you pictures of me there yeah for the i think you would enjoy that well you know hey maybe just have to do another uh, another trip another trip about that time of year check it out do christmas maybe they yeah. maybe they'll do christmas in may yeah 
Maybe they'll be a little bit set up. We will yeah. see. Um, but then the next day we'll be talking about will be the Coburg, which gives you, together with the air, with the Fortberg, you get the Fortress experience. The Borg in there is kind of the Fortress idea. Yes. Um, and this will be important, especially for Reformation history. Luther stays at the Coburg while the Augsburg uh, Confession is being presented because he's not able to go to Augsburg because he's an outlaw and could have been burnt or beheaded or mm-hmm. any of those fun things. Um, but then Erfurt, Erfurt being one of my favorite cities um, with Luther history. And so I will throw it out to Jason or to Elizabeth. Our rule is you just interrupt and you jump in if you ever want to. <laughs> so um, if you, uh, if you you know, feel moved by the Spirit in this Pentecost season, feel free to, uh, to join. Yeah. Also, if Elizabeth would like, I do have a number of sound effects that I've not used in a while. If you think your dad says something particularly insightful and you want applause or you think there should be crickets or anything like that, let me know and uh, and I'll go ahead and play that. I could tell she was not a fan of my uh, doggone it just for fun comment. That, yep, that should have been a cricket. Yep. yep. <laughs> All right. Jason, tell us about Nuremberg. Uh, yeah, Nuremberg uh, is... I believe we're going to get a chance to... <laughs> okay, I'll stop. Do better, Jason. <laughs> All right, better. I will do better. Uh, castle overlooking the city, I think, is where we're going to start. Uh, that we'll, we'll get a chance to go through... You should read the uh, the little paragraph. Oh, you want me to read the paragraph? Mm-hmm. All right. Today we drive, to drive north with a stop at Nuremberg. According to Luther, Nuremberg was the eye and the ear of Germany in those days because... There were 21 printing houses to publish news. We take a walk through the old town, including Albrecht Dürer House and the churches St. Lawrence and St. Sebald. Uh, dinner and overnight are in Nuremberg, which hopefully means we're going to have a little bit of time just to enjoy the mm-hmm. the, the scene that is Nuremberg. Uh, I believe that you know we end up getting a chance to kind of walk um, in through the old castle gate and kind of see that from the top. And then, uh, it's a very cool entrance to the city. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And then, um, they'll take us through, um, the town there mentioning the churches, um, Albrecht Durer again, being one of the, the, um, more famous names associated. Very famous painter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, his sympathetic his, to the Lutheran reformation. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. And his, and did a number of, um, portraits of key reformation figures, mm-hmm. Um, Durer, like Cronish and Luther, struggled with melancholy, mm-hmm. um, and so he's interested in what Luther has, how the gospel speaks to the melancholy. He has a famous painting yeah. about melancholy. I believe it's entitled Melancholia, as yeah. does Cronish. So. Yeah, yeah, which is always makes you feel just a little uncomfortable when you see those. But why? Uh, oh, they're just I identify uh, with them. Yeah, it's how I feel about like two p.m. every day. Yeah. Melancholia. Chronishes with all like the sad little babies with the sad mom. Yeah, yeah. That hits the feels. Yeah. And, yeah, yes, it does, yeah. Uh, Put on a little emo music. Right, yeah, because it definitely comes across that way. Mm-hmm. But what I'm hoping for this time when we get to go to Nuremberg, um, in addition to seeing a couple of these sites, is that the, it's going to be a nicer day, and at this time of year, the um, not Christmas market, but just their summer, you know, summer market square will be in full effect. Where they had this going the day that we were there, but again, it was raining, so we couldn't enjoy it. But they had a bunch of different 
Um, they had sausage stands and coffee shops and all these different things. In addition to live music and other little craft things they that they were selling. Did they have for hats? I don't think they did. I could see but, you looking for one of those. But I was not looking for them too much yet at that point. So I had not, I had not quite come across my, uh, my souvenir find yet, I think, at that point of our trip. So. Well, that's something you can be looking for. Right. And I would say to those who are thinking of going on the trip, um, this is something should you be interested in is uh, you you can help Jason pick out <laughs> pins for his hat. And yeah. if you're not interested in that, then you're welcome to hang out with me and make fun of Jason <laughs> for the, the pins on his yeah. his hat. Well, you did. Elizabeth, which group do you think you would fall in on that one? Probably the making fun of him. Okay. Well, I welcome you into, into <laughs> that club. Thank you. Yeah. Although I do enjoy seeing the joy it brings him. That's true. When he when he does find a pin or a feather, even I think perhaps. I might even have a Nuremberg pin on my hat. I, I, I'm pretty sure that was one. But not that you got there. Not that I got in Nuremberg. Or maybe you can get an authentic. Yeah. Or maybe you can get it like signed by someone from Nuremberg while we're over mm-hmm. there. Yeah. The other thing that I'm hoping to see um, that I've not seen actually, because um, I believe it, they still use it as a fountain, right? Is the the Shane Shane Brun Fountain, I believe they do. For and every past. time that I've been there, it has. Well, a couple of times have been in the winter, so it's not going to be running. But I'm hoping that it'll be. Um, oh, I would think in May it'd be going. Yeah, I would think so. So, and so I, we'll I would say that both those churches are worth seeing, and the mm-hmm. um, Lorenz Kirka, especially, um, very important Reformation theologian, uh, one who later gets in trouble, and uh, my boy. Flatius, mm-hmm. and pretty much all of Lutheranism writes against will be Andreas Osiander. Yep. Um, but it was very important for the Reformation in Nuremberg. And yes. so uh, should you be hanging around me in Nuremberg, I'm going to talk a little Osiander, which I think is interesting. Others might not. If if not, then you go, go shop look for at sausages hands. with Jason. Yeah. <laughs> or sausages, yeah. 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 And maybe like, man, Wade's really nerding out. Uh, yeah, I would say too that Nuremberg is just a good city for like like a cross section of German yes. Germany city because you got a little bit of the the southern like Bavarian ish type vibes, mm-hmm. um, a little bit of kind of the, the north. Um, yeah, uh, as well, it, it's kind of a, a nice like general um, sense for Germany, and to have the time there, I think will be good. Yeah, yeah, and it is a and it it is one of those very pretty cities too that uh you know there are a couple of waterways that you know work their way through the city and you know um some of the bridges and the like you know i mean it's 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 just a neat yeah neat town to, there's water there as jason yeah, mentioned yeah to i was walk joking around. there is waterways yes. there is water yeah but yes. and and i mean each one of these cities has their own unique little twist too on you know how some of their architecture and how they handle some of those things so it's yeah it it should be should be a good time, and I think I'm I'm hoping that you know this will allow us, especially staying overnight there, a little bit of time to just be able to take in the take in the scene, maybe do a little shopping around the around yeah. the city square as well. And as I said, if you're interested in kind of 20th century German history, then there's a lot that yep can be explored um, there as well. All right, I had told we agreed. Mm-hmm. I won't even say I told we agreed. Yes. We're not going to go way long on these other cities. Right, yep. So I'm trying to keep it reasonable. I know that I'm going to have a fair amount to say about Erfurt. Yeah. 
So let's go ahead and take Coburg. Yep. We've established that you guys were there. Yep. You did an insufficient job giving an authentic Thuringian sausage. Right, yeah. Experience. It was on a plate, not with a little bun. Right. I'm going to remedy that. Yeah. The other thing uh, that this was, I was I was really honestly disappointed by the end of the night because along with this sausage on a plate came a big mess of sauerkraut. And it was honestly the best sauerkraut I think that I've ever had. And I was really kind of excited because I'm like, Elizabeth doesn't like sauerkraut. Really, my wife doesn't like sauerkraut all that much either. So there's probably going to be, you know, I'll probably get an extra bite or two of sauerkraut. And it was really good. And then these two sauerkraut haters completely cleaned their plates. Initially, I had planned to give it to you. Right. But what did you find? So you were disappointed that they enjoyed it? It was actually pretty good. Yeah. I, I, I think it was, you know, here two people that, you know, would never grab a, a bite of sauerkraut, you know, here in the States. Yeah. And we talked about that a little bit when we did yeah. the food session. Like, there, yeah. you may think you've had German food over here, but some of the stuff is going to be, yep. especially because it's not yeah. American product going into it. Yeah. Um, so, I will say with Nuremberg as well, Nuremberg is in Franconia. Yeah. Um, if you are familiar with Frankenmuth mm-hmm. and with kind of the history of the Missouri Synod, um, Franken, Franconio, Muth, Courage, uh, this has an important, um, this region has an important history for missions and specifically for missions that led to the formation of the Missouri Synod and thus influenced the Wisconsin Synod mm-hmm. um, as well. And so it's kind of a nice connection there as well. If we had more time, we would go to Erlangen. Right, yeah. Which gives us some important 20th century Lutheran theologians as well. Um, but alas, we'll maybe just talk about Erlangen yeah, and not make our way there. Yeah. yeah. But as far as Coburg itself, the big thing there is the is the castle, the, the Vesta Coburg, which is, I think, might be the only Vesta, which is kind of a unique name for a castle. Um, and uh, it is... You know, it was a castle, an important castle at that point. Again, Luther sheltered there, as you, as you mentioned. Um, there's kind of a dedicated Luther room uh, as a result of that. There's chapel that Luther um, uh, would have worshipped in, maybe, I think, even preached in. Um, and uh, so, th- so there are com- um, some interesting, you know, connections there. But really, the castle itself is pretty well well-preserved, updated. I mean, it gives you a feel for... Um, you know, some of these uh, medieval type of uh, Renaissance era, Reformation era things that, you know, they have a big collection of weapons, they have a big collection of art, they have a big collection of armor. We will armor, perhaps they have, have big... to fight there, Jason, since we didn't get to it in the Coliseum. Right, exactly. Well, I think you forfeited in the Coliseum. No, but... you got lost. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. That was after, after you had forfeited. Everyone knows so. the fight was supposed to be at the end. Uh, I don't know. All right, I'm going to read the thing since oh, you forgot again yep, to do that. sorry. That's right. Today we travel further north to Coburg to visit the famous Vesta Coburg, the fortress where Luther took refuge and lived during the Augsburg Confession, and one of the largest and best preserved medieval castles in Germany. While visiting the castle, we'll see the Luther Room, the art treasures in the various collections, and the royal building with the Luther Chapel. The inside is a museum of mi- medieval military weaponry, Venetian glassware, China and tapestries. Afterward, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk quickly past the tapestries if that's all right. Yes. As you experienced in Italy. Yep. Tapestries are not it's your not thing. It's not my thing. 
but someone else may like it, and I respect that. Yeah. No judgment. We're like Planet Fitness in here. Okay. <laughs> Afterwards, we visit the historical city. Coburg is your quintessential German town, picturesque, great food, wine, beer, coffee, cakes, plenty to see and do. The vibrant Marktplatz is the center of the old town and a happy, bustling place. Afterward, we come to Erfurt, the spiritual home of Martin Luther. It was here that Luther obtained a degree in 1502 and where he took the decisive step to turn to theology and the monastic life. We explore the Augustinian monastery with a permanent exhibit depicting Luther's life as a monk in Erfurt. Dinner and overnight are in Erfurt. Okay, so you mentioned the Kohlberg. Yep. And, I mean, that's probably about what I would say about Coburg. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it'll be be interesting to see um, what we we get to take a look at in the town. But the town town is a neat little town, so... Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, I want to... I know you want to spend some time on Erfurt and... I would like that. And uh, I think I'd be fine... Moving to, moving on to Erfurt if you want to do that. I keep cutting out for some reason. Yeah, I don't know if I have my. I don't know what you're doing with your cord. Cord there, in the wrong spot here. Or very what? unprofessional. All right. I think we're I think we're good now. You see what I have to put up with always, and then I got to go back and try to fix it. He's just whipping his head around or something. I don't yeah. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> just joking. You're doing great, Jason. All right. Good deal. Erfurt's one of my favorite cities. Uh, number of reasons. It was known as the city or town of spires. I'm in the Middle Ages. Just the the sheer number of churches is impressive, and monasteries, active or inactive now, but old monasteries, Mm -hmm. uh, that you walk around and you can just see. um, It was this university town with very vibrant church life um, as well. Uh, You you go to the Altstadt, and you've got the two just beautiful churches built next to each other. You can see this in the flyer. one of the most striking uh, things to me is just all the steps that you would ascend as you go up, and you can kind of see the medieval notion of this, rather than kind of the God who is is near, who is close to us, that will be emphasized in Luther theology, that he's there in word and sacrament, this kind of ascending, this Old Testament psalm type thing, you know, the psalms of ascent, where you're going up to the temple, and the impression that that, uh, both walking it, but even just seeing it every day that that would have had on Luther or on um, the, the laity or the churchman of the day for one's relationship with, with God. Um, I, I just think it, it it gives a good sense um, for how things would have been. Erfurt is a city that um, still it's, just, it's intact. We didn't, we didn't do much to that one um, in the war. You've got the old bridge with the shops on it. That's pretty cool to check yep. out. Um, but also to see the monastery where Luther would have been. And um, this always, to me, is one of the most fun things to see, to get a sense for that space in which he would have lived and which became such a formative space for him. Um, the chapel there, uh, I, I just think it's... Um, I always come away, again... Um, with an appreciation for this, the journey, if I can use a word that I would normally mock, <laughs> um, the journey that was Luther's spiritual formation. Um, Erfurt also is just a nice feel for a a mid-sized, kind of bustling, um, historic but still modern life going on German city. Um, 
that uh, would have experienced um, a lot in the 20th century. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get um, modern Germany, but you've also got kind of the experience with the East. Uh, you've got medieval, you've got Reformation. There's just a lot going on there. And so that is one, that's that's an evening um, that I'm going to enjoy with the time we have, um, just kind of taking some of it in. Also, uh, plenty of places to get a good beer. Yeah. In Erfurt, I can say from my experience. So. And we get two nights there, so that'll be, you know, yeah. hopefully have a little bit of time it's to... very walkable. ...chill around the around And it's the worth town just there. walking and you kind of look at some of the buildings, the plaques on the buildings, and you go... I'm, I'm one of my favorite things was I was translating some Luther stuff um, for a publishing project, and uh, he kept complaining about the barefoot monks. Hmm. I'm like, why is he why is he so upset about these dudes? And then it turns out you go not far down from his monastery, and there's the barefoot monks, and you just picture like Luther walking by and them being like, you know, nice shoes, Martin. You don't wear <laughs> shoes because we love Jesus, you know, and him <laughs> being like a stupid barefoot monks. If you really love Jesus, you won't wear shoes. Right, and then he looks at his sandals and yeah. feels. Yeah. Inadequate. Right. Uh, um, but uh, there's just, if you pay attention in Erfurt, so many layers, I yep. think, um, that you that you can take in um, culturally a lot there. Uh, but one of my favorite cities for just getting a feel of, like, across time, uh, the, the experiences that, that the path to modern Germany, um, the experiences that fed into that, you can kind of see imprints of all of them there. Yeah, and I think, as you mentioned too, the just the number of important experiences that uh, Luther had early, relatively early on in yeah. his life as far as shaping shaping him. It is the most formative place. I mean, yeah. when he goes to Wittenberg, he's going to be formed some yet, but yep. he... He's there's already been a lot done whether he recognizes it or not yeah. in Erfurt, especially by Staupitz. With his education, with his time in the monastery, with I mean, yeah. his, his beginning to serve as as his priestly duties, you know, all these yeah. different things that are that are going into shaping him there. Um, and I think the other thing, maybe uh, if you've seen the the Luther movie from what the early the color two, one, yeah, two thousands with um, Joseph Fiennes. Is that how you say it? I think so. Yeah. I thought it was feedy, but I probably I wrong. I think it's fines. Um, but you'll notice it when you go into the monastery that some of those things look familiar to you because if you've seen that movie, mm-hmm. because they shot some of the scenes of that movie uh, in the monastery, which yep. which is kind of a cool thing. And it's so. a good tour. You it learn is. a lot. Yep. It yeah. is a good yep, is a good tour. And I think helps you maybe understand a little bit too about what monasticism was like um, at that time. You know, I think it's it's different than the way most people kind of picture mm-hmm. it. Yep, for sure. So, yeah. Um, I agree with the words you said. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Elizabeth, do you have any thoughts on that? Do you remember Erfurt, or it all kind of runs together in your head? It runs together in my head, but I'm slowly, like, remembering where we went when you're talking about yeah. it. And don't feel bad yeah. that happens to the best of us. There's yeah. still places that I go... I remember I was there, but I don't remember. But then someone says something, or I see a picture, and I go, yeah. "Okay, now I." That's why you know I've taken to writing a dream journal, feeling journal, feelings journal. Oh, you call it a I dream travel. journal? <laughs> I call it feeling journal. Yeah. So, so that way I can keep track of those things. And does and he do it the same way as he's done it with me? Of like at night, he's just kind of over in the corner working on it. I mean, 
I've never stayed in his hotel room while he's doing it. You're so. fortunate. Yeah. yeah. Oftentimes, I'll, like when we're driving on the bus, I'll take that time to, to try to write some things down during that travel time. But, but yeah, that's one of the things I would, I think it's a neat thing to, you know, just jot a few thoughts down as you're, as you're going from day to day so that kind of remember, because some of those little experiences that aren't necessarily on the itinerary that you come across, like the best sauerkraut in the world that we had in Coburg. Uh, you might forget about that otherwise, you know. Uh, Are you relieved that your dad wrote that down? So relieved. Yeah. We and, had good uh, ice cream in Erford, didn't we? We did have good ice cream, yeah, because our, our, our little uh, little old guy, a very, very proud Franconian, no, uh, yeah, fr- Right? Yeah, Franconian. No, he, he's um, saying, you know, we, we Franconians, we we really uh. speak German the best. You know, that's what, and so he's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, so, you know, this is how you have, and then he's like, there, there's this Italian guy by the by the bridge. He he has the best, best ice cream in all of Erfurt. So so we had, we had to take him up on his uh, recommendation, and we found the, the little Italian guy with the shop and the, the ice cream, and it was, it was really okay. good. It was really good. Well, good. Yeah. Well, see, that's the kind of things you can look forward to. Yeah. Um, I will promise those who travel with us, I will not allow Jason to write anything in his journal about anyone without their permission. <laughs> is that free? Is that that seems fair, Jason? Seems fair. I think there there is a general rule that if you are going to include something about an individual who's yeah. who's not you or your family. I'll let you include me just because I, I like <laughs> that you probably keep a record of when I've hurt your feelings. Yep. Right. And um it is a feelings journal after yes. all. But otherwise he will ask permission. Yeah. I th- I think um I would like to put Elizabeth on the spot just maybe a little bit, given that she's a college age student. And okay. you know, and with I'm the sure disclaimer that I promised her we would not do that. So right. do not feel obligated in any way to answer whatever your dad's about to say. And just that if you're a college student and thinking Hey, uh, she is a college student, right? Exactly. You are. You use the subjunctive. But if you were a college student, if she were other, else, right? Okay. Other than yourself, thinking, hey, we heard um, these guys from Let the Bird Fly with satchels and hats. With satchels and hats, that um, that'd be a good name for our band if we ever start one. Satchels and satchels hats. Satchels and hats. Yeah. Uh, well, what? like mid eighties. Oh yeah, like soft rock. Yep, satchels and hats. What What would you say to to a college a college age student considering maybe maybe I want to dig into this a little bit. Maybe want to take the take the course, take the take the travel experience along with it. What What would you say would be a word of encouragement or maybe a word of caution? Do you have any thoughts that you would offer there? I think it's a good mix of, like, history and just, like, relaxing vacation fun things to do. Yeah, so, you know, you're going to get some learning along the way, but there's plenty of fun to be had. I think that's a good way to put it. I think so, too. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and that is kind of how we've tried to structure it, hopefully, that um, – it's not going to just be go, 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 and we're throwing data at you. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, Jason's going to need time to journal. That's right. Exactly. And there won't, be, there won't be quizzes, like, before you go to bed at night or something like that. 
we we may choose the quiz, Ziggy yeah. and Elizabeth. That will be up to us oh, as as, suppose, as parents. Yeah. That's right. Yes, as invocation parents. as parent. We will not be quizzing other people. Right. Yeah. But. Um. All right. We said we keep this around thirty, and we're getting there. So I will say. Okay. Um. We'll pick up next time, and I think we'll talk Eisenach, and then maybe we might have to break up day seven, Yena and Buchenwald, but I think we'll save Dresden, mm-hmm. um, for its own. So uh, next time we'll pick up with Eisenach, which is a city that uh, has a lot. Yeah, uh, that maybe you might not un- explain or might not uh, quite realize everything that is there. It's one of my favorite cities to go to. It has my favorite German restaurant. Yeah, that, that I probably won't one. get a chance to go to, but it is my favorite German. If we have time in the afternoon, though, we might be able to at least pop in there for a for a beverage and maybe a quick snack or something. Yeah. Who knows? I'll buy Elizabeth a beer. Yeah, so I would gladly accept. <laughs> no, no diesel though. I heard your mom got a little. She liked this diesel stuff. So. Yeah, the cola, cola mixed with oh. the beer, whatever Wait, it was. I'll yeah. get you a, a beer, beer. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, nothing against the diesel. I just, I, I prefer to give my money towards yeah. traditional beer. Yes. Yeah, um, there you go. All right. Um, I'm going to have to start calling Carrie something diesel related, maybe like <laughs> Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. We, we are, as I said in the... The previous session, which we recorded right between this, so that because uh, Jason is going to be, he's going to be gone most of June. Yeah. Um, both for work and for play. Yep. So, but he will be doing work, which makes me very proud. Yeah. He will be in St. Louis for for part of this time. So if you see someone who looks like Jason in St. Louis, it might be him. Might Go be. ahead and say hi. If it's Jason, you'll get you'll get a just a childlike smile. <laughs> Um, yeah. It's good for your soul If it's not Jason I don't know what might yeah. happen um, Hopefully there's not like an evil Jason doppelganger yeah. Which I don't know there, there. May, there may be but Yeah because you took most of the goodness my friend well, So your doppelganger would o- largely only have evil yeah. To work with Yeah, yeah. Um, But go ahead and say hello I will be uh, gone the next two weeks as well For some for work, for work. But I'm going to see a friend So I'll count that a little bit of play right. While I'm presenting uh, so we, we've been working ahead of, of these, and so we're recording today. Um, it is uh, the Tuesday after Pentecost Sunday. And we Pentecost and Holy Trinity, uh, these are great Sundays in the church here. These are like the Spirit's days. Mm-hmm. We don't hear much about the Spirit, and the Spirit gets his days. But then what happens on both these days, uh, the lessons are the Spirit moving people to get up and talk about Christ. And... Uh, and so as we are in this Pentecost season, we're about to get to the long green season. <laughs> um, but green for the, the growth, the new life that God gives us in Christ and by the Spirit's work. Um, we pray that wherever you are, in Milwaukee, in McGuanago, in Italy, in Germany, in Albania, um, one of even, our favorite countries. We yeah. need to do a tour there sometime. Even in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Even in St. Louis or in Bowling Green, at Bowling Green in Ohio, mm-hmm. Tacoma, Washington. Yeah. Uh, we pray that um, you can rejoice in the freedom of the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, uh, which the Spirit brings us to speak of and, more importantly, to hear um, that message of free forgiveness and grace. And so whatever you have going on this summer, we hope you will join us in Letting the Bird Fly. Is 
this is coming through, but it's okay for listeners to hear, but I'm just curious. Was what he, you see what dad was doing before while the music plays? Oh, yeah. I see that every time. He's kind of... Does he do that at home when there's music again? I muted him so he can, no one can hear him. Yeah, a little bit. I would consider like a head boppy. A little bit of swing. Yeah, now he's now he's just choosing it. 